What's good, everybody? It's your boy HD, and um, it's not even a number, and so it's part of the Tickle Talk Podcast. It's a special Patreon episode. I feel like I don't talk to you guys enough by myself, so I feel like I should, man. Um, did you lie forth right now? And um, this how I'm feeling right now. I got that Bruno on the back. Um, what's going off? Uh, I always like this CD, man. Like, it's probably one of the best CDs I've heard in the last what, five years, I think, came out. But you know what to do, man. If you are listening to this on Spotify for podcast, please share it out. Thumbs up it, favorite it, leave us a review. Um, if I do leave this in on YouTube, if I ever bring it to YouTube, uh, appreciate you uh, for watching and share it out. But today, let me stop this music for you real quick. All right, so. Today we're gonna to talk about like kind of like my start. Like, you know, most people who look at me now think I'm like some finished product, but didn't really see how it started or don't know how it started, because they may be new to me. All they know is my Instagram or my LinkedIn, my Twitter, you know. But they don't really know, right? So I did this for my podcast audience because everyone that's listened to my podcast probably hadn't watched everything on YouTube and vice versa, right? So I briefly want to talk about like the journey and like how it's really not always going to be pleasant and how it can take a while for you to hit your stride. And what I specifically want to talk about today is kind of like, you know, my start like and help this, right? And I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but when I, when I started to help this, I did this plenty of times. Uh, it was after I graduated from uh, my bachelor's in 2013 and I was just applying everywhere. And that's not an effective strategy, just applying to apply because you forget who or what jobs you apply to, right? So I was at, at the time I was working at Target. I did hard lines for you guys that know what hard lines is. Like we just kind of stock and we did stuff on the back and whatever. We'll do. So I get a call one day from a recruiter. I don't know. I can't remember if I applied to a role that just found me because uh, at the time, I think my resume was on Monster, Career Builder, Indie, Dice, anything that your resume could be on, my resume was on there at the time, right? So they called me. They told me about you know what the pay raise would be. Now, guys, this is 2014. So this is around like January or February 2014, so like eight years ago. And at the time, I'm only, I'm only getting paid like seven seventy five at Target. Uh, and so she calls and she's like, hey, uh, we got your information, whatever. You know, the rate would be, you know, I think from $17 to $19 an hour. I was like, you know, my eyes got big. You got to think about this to my listeners. And maybe you guys can, you know, identify with this as well. It's like, you know, you remember when. It was that kind of like that first kind of jump for you, you know. That's ten dollars more an hour, you know, than I was currently making. So that's easily, I think, seventeen at the time was easily like thirty five thousand dollars a year or something like that. You know, this is without working overtime or whatever. And so yeah, talked to a recruiter. They called me, and then they they give me pretty much the answers to what that's going what they're going to interview me for. Because at the time, if you want me to be honest, college didn't really prepare me for anything or any specific thing. 
gave me good soft skills and everything else, but it didn't really prepare me for much. So I didn't know much. I didn't I didn't specialize in anything. It's one of my gripes about school now. But this role was at the time I didn't know I was gonna be talking on the phone. We'll get into that later. But they gave me the answers that I would need to like be pretty much a successful help desk analyst or service desk analyst, which I didn't know what I was doing at the time. So that happens. I get the role. I had to get a security clearance too. Now, this is the part that took a while. It took about two months. Uh, every time uh, I was trying to figure out what was going on, like I had quit my, first of all, I quit my job before I start the new job, which you should, you can do that. But if you have to have the money, say though, I didn't have the money. Uh, it was rough. I mean, think about it. I was only making 775. Wasn't getting 40 hours a week. But at the time, I didn't have a family or anything. Uh, I think I had just got my first car. Uh, so that was paid off. I think I had to pay, I think it was like liability insurance was like $50 a month. So, and I think a cell phone. Uh, so that took a while. I finally got the interim clearance. I came in, started in May of 2014. And yeah, the journey began really right there. We get the training. Everybody finds out we're talking on the phone. We're freaking out. I'm like, talking on the phone? I don't want to talk on the phone. But we had some good training. Shout out to Ashanti. Uh, I plan to get her on here one day. We had some good training. And uh, yeah, it was time to get into the fire. You know, we shadowed the guys. We, had, we was like the third training class. They had two training classes before us. And we shadowed them. But you know, this thing right here showed me like if I got into something I didn't know anything about and I excelled in it very fast. And it's probably based on, I had always been a good learner and a quick study when it came to school or something I was interested in. This, this was, you know, uniquely like interesting to me. I'm talking about something about Active Directory. I was learning about a little bit about exchange servers, like troubleshooting printer issues, just a lot of soft skills I learned just from even working with people through the phone. Right. So, this was pretty cool. I'm talking about everything's good. I'm trying to think about it. Like I was 20, I think freshly 22. Yeah. So 22 years old, uh, pretty much still making more than the average of what people made in Shreveport Bossier at the time. I was doing was pretty good for myself. We had a, had a little apartment with my cousin, you know, we was living life, bachelor style. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I learned, let me see. I'm trying to think of like what's so funny stuff that happened, you know, Oh, I, I fast, I passed this up in training. I actually fell asleep in training, like right by our instructor. I fell asleep. Um, and this was, I didn't know it then until like this started happening a couple of years later. Like I could have all the rest in the world and then sometimes my body just be tired for whatever reason. And one day I'm actually going to go to the doctor. We're going to talk about it to see, make sure like everything is everything or is it need to be something that, hey, my employers can know about that way. They don't think I'm just trying to like goof off. Like, you know, I'll be trying to fight it. I try to do whatever I can sometimes get up and walk around or whatever, or do pushups or stuff. It's, you know, that scared me too. Cause like I was a contractor at the time for Apex and they called me, Hey, uh, yeah, we got a complaint about you today. And I felt like school all over again. I was kind of scared. Like, so I was on P's and Q's, but I made it out of there. Like I said, I made it out of there. Uh, get back to, you know, Doing things, I think, you know, we used to do like, it used to be gravy, man, because we had uh, the the TSA people, they were in Fort Worth. So we had a TSA IT help desk. We had people in Fort Worth and then Shreveport Bozier, and they were pretty much trying to consolidate that to get everybody to come to Shreveport Bozier. But I think I think I used to do probably average like 30 tickets a day, and then sometimes it'd be 40, maybe 50. 
man, I, I learned so much. There's like so many like funny things going on. Like I learned like everybody's not gonna pull their weight. Somebody gonna BS like tickets. You found out like I found out in that role how essential good training is. And I know people probably listen to this like, oh, it's just help this, man. I'm trying to see how I explain it. Like you get behind that that computer screen and and that thing goes doom. Well, you got to talk to somebody and explain them what's going on. You know, you might freeze up. I've seen some people get frustrated because you're dealing with people who don't know anything about computers most of the time, right? We had to learn like different things, uh, different policies, procedures. Uh, really get so my background, like how I'm always good at like documentation and fixing processes and implementing and being efficient, comes from my helpness background. Because everything was tailor-made like that. We had so many different uh, assignment groups that we can send stuff to. Or, you know, if something didn't exist, we could create it on the fly. We had backup measures for everything. Like, it was really a well-oiled machine. Like, that was probably one of the most mature, like, environments I had ever been in. Granted, because it was, the you know, the government. And, yeah, I mean, I, I got tired of it pretty fast, though. Because it did get repetitive. And it kind of was like, okay, I want to do something new. Like, the... We went from anything from like uh, mapping network drives to re-imaging machines that like some of the, uh, they weren't called tier, they, these guys are really tier two, but they used to call them tier 1.5. But um, I'm trying to jog my memory on like funny stuff that was happening. Like, you know, even all through this time right now, I, I took this job because I was like, okay, boom, I'm getting a security clearance and I'm going to be able to do something else. So I was networking while I was there. I was trying to get on a security team because I had a security plus already. For those of you who are familiar with like, you know, a little bit of my background. But that, this is when I start finding out the politics, man. The politics start showing me like, hey, like, you know, it, it, this probably ain't going to be the place that you get your security started. Uh, I'm talking about, uh, I'm trying to think of any funny thing that happened far as me I used to like watch DVD. Like so I used to do, I did every shift. I did like every shift you can do. I, I came in in the morning, so I used to do like five to two p.m. Like five a.m. to two p.m., five a.m. to four p.m. Then I did like uh, six to five a.m., eleven to ten. Like I, I used to work everything. Like I used to get deep buy DVDs and, and watch them at nighttime because we used to get probably like five five calls. Man, that was that was look. Listen. They had us doing like free, like not free, but like overtime, anytime you want it. You just sign up, you can get it. And that was crazy, man. When I tell you, like, I just was popping up at work <laughs> and doing overtime, like 10, 20 hours, you know, here and there, like uh, on an off day, just going to do it. And you didn't have to even tell them you was doing it. You just come up and do it. So I just go up there and go to sleep. But you also realize, hey, Louisiana killing with that state tax, sometimes it wasn't even worth it. Like you had to do so much overtime for it to actually be worth it. So, uh, that went away pretty fast. And then I just went into like all the little, you know, slick stuff I didn't really care for when it went there. But like I said, though, this is my, you know, my, my start, you know, everybody just thinks, oh, I just started getting like some high paying job. No, first job was 17 an hour. I didn't come out of school at the gap. I mean, I wasn't equipped to succeed like I should have when I came out of school, which is fine because now everything I get, I appreciate because I went through these experiences early on. Like I'm talking about, I went through, you know, trying to go to different departments and my own, you know, management, like asking that, but not letting me know about it. Not telling me, hey, we st- we really like you over here. Like, let's let's pay you some money. So that's the thing. Like I always tell people, like, 
if you're gonna get passed up for a promotion or all this other stuff, but they still not trying to pay you more money, don't stick around. It's not worth it. You just sit there and you'll waste your time. Like, but I also say when it's time for you to go, it's gonna be easy for you to go. I tried to leave in 2015. It did not work. It wasn't time. It was not time. 2016 came around and it was time. Like something really transpired. It really made me feel the way at work. Uh, with me actually supposed to begin like a security role. That didn't work out. And I was like tired of it. And I landed that knock role. And that's what really like jump started everything. So I did the two years in the help desk, but gave me so many experiences, gave me pretty much, I uh, learned how to do like multiple different personality types, many different people, how to establish who does what's the best, being observant, things that you actually need in management. Because people try to treat everybody the same, but everybody is different. To get the most out of everybody, you might have to treat them differently than you would treat another person. And once you realize that, you can be a successful manager. You have a successful team. See, a lot of people don't realize that. They try to treat everybody the same. It doesn't work. You don't get the same results. Everybody's drive and what they like is different. Like for me, I'll be motivated for a little while, but if I don't have the opportunity to grow or do something else, or isn't this not enough money to get me the things I like, I'm going to check out. But I was very good at what I did. I'm talking about very good. Like never missed SLA. I always like top three at everything. I'm like very knowledgeable, right on it. And that's what's always helped me go to wherever I go and try to establish out. This don't make sense. Why are we doing this? We could do it like this. Like I'm always going to improve something, whether they, you know, implement it or not. The suggestion is always there between the first couple of months. And I get that from this help desk background. This help desk background gave me good troubleshooting skills. Like I'm pretty much when I even call it IT help desk, I kind of already know the lay of like what I think I need to know what's going on, what's happening to kind of help them out. Cause everybody's not trained like we were trained. And you find that out as you keep on going on. You find out everybody have documentation. So let's go create some documentation. Like I have so much appreciation for this job now. Like I didn't really appreciate it then. Uh, just because I was just mad because it wasn't what I wanted to do. But when you go through something like that, it really helps you. Right? It really helps you to be thankful for what you want. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in a role like that or, or like in the beginning stage of your role where it's not working out the way you want it to, don't stress. Just keep on working on what you want to work on to get to where you want to go. And eventually you're going to do it. Like you're going to you're going to have that breakthrough. And it's going to go up, like literally. I could not, I mean, I have some other videos and stuff planned to like tell you guys a little bit more insight on things, but it's not going to always start off good. Like, I don't want you to, like, well, no one thing, this is what we got to stop doing too. Social media, comparison is the thief of joy. No, don't compare your journey with everyone else's. Everybody went through some different stuff. Uh, shout out to Nay. She said it today. It's like, you know, you get people the game and they say, oh, that's too much work. Well, don't complain about want to be where I'm at if you don't want to put in the work. A lot of people mad, but they're not willing to put in the work. You're not willing to sit down and study different things and learn all the time. Like for me, I'm about to start studying for CISSP. Everybody's not willing to to do that, to stay relevant, to up their skill set, to get more money, to do all that. But they want everything that comes with doing that, but without doing it. So don't be that person. Keep on persevering. Your time will come. But the difference is, is have a strategy. So if I was to tell somebody, what did I learn from 
the help this era was like I didn't have a strategy on really how I want to go. I just was applying and 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 just throwing stuff in the ocean to see what stick when I was trying to come to Dallas, right? Have a strategy. Apply the jobs that fit your skill set. Network. It's a big thing. I didn't network enough when I was trying to move to Dallas, right? Had I networked some more on LinkedIn or any other social sites, I might have came off better. Network. Learn at the jobs you want. Use a job description for the study guide, right? Use that. This is just some of the things, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I didn't want to make this like a boring episode or whatever. I don't know when I'm putting this out, but it's just one of the things I kind of want y'all to hear from me to know like, hey, if you're looking at me, it's not always been like this. You know, I had some really rough times that I might get into as well when it came to doing help desk, you know. I mean, it just is what it is, but that's what come with the games, come with the territory of just being a young person. Like most of us, and if you're a black person, you may identify with this a little bit more. It's like you may be the first person in your in your family to get a corporate job to make it out. And ain't too many people you could talk to that can show you kind of what to do. Everybody did mostly like, you know, blue collar work and shout out to them. It's not talking down on them, but they just don't know how to show you how to navigate that. And that's the hard part. That's the things we face is why we kind of remain like underpaid and not getting our true value and not seeing us in certain ways. We just don't know how to navigate it. But, you know, I'm I'm here to help change that for people. And there are other people like me that we're here to change that for us because representation matters, exposure matters. And yeah, that's all that matters. But hey, I'm not going to hold you long. I appreciate you for coming and listening to that. Uh, I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with me. Y'all the best. Y'all the goats. Appreciate y'all, man. Be on the lookout for other stuff that I got coming soon. And I'm out.